2: Live from a parking lot in Syosset. It's I'm gonna let you finish now, show that's number not 161 a name, a name, a name. That can't be in there. That in well, well, Syosset could be, if you think of it Syosset, it could be. Because it, be. it is that part of Long Island, so it could be. Yeah. um it's show number 161 on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's Court and Amy. You know, we tape on Tuesdays. So it's an early morning. We've already tried to start the show 58 times. But, hey, we're here. It's like <laughs> we
1: want to be – we want to start the show as long as it's going to take the Republicans to pick a speaker. <laughs> so it's like I've nominated myself. Going, no, <laughs> I mean, dip, 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 at this dip, point, dip, dip, Captain Crunch. I, I mean – I'm this is that all I'm going
2: to say. It's like you guys, you know, I always rag my Republican friends. We rag each other. I
1: don't know why I rag like, Republican friends.
2: Well, because Mm-mm. my my Republican friends are again, not like it? the people who are screaming at us on television. They're not they're all not right. people who are just screaming like talking. At, you know that's why I've sto- I've stopped watching all cable news. If I told you that, I don't watch any cable news anymore. I don't watch any of it. I don't need to see people with their opinions screaming at me. I realized it was kind of affecting my day. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. So it is uh, Tuesday, as we tape on Tuesday mornings. And uh, how are you? How was your weekend? Um,
1: you know, nothing much. Reading, grading,
2: Reading and grading. Your That's usual.
1: Reading and grading.
2: And then Watching, blowing slipping
1: up. At, slipping up TV when I can. not And then blowing
2: TV. me up to be like, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, what? Right. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that was <laughs> and, yesterday.
2: And you're like. I need Charles no. Hall, that was yesterday, no, that was yesterday and I
1: only let. Let's discuss this when we discuss <laughs> the other stupid television that we're going to discuss. <laughs> but um, yeah, I waited. I held on to that for a while because I knew I had to find the right moment. But that'll be our cliffhanger. <sighs> after all right, so the Stones have a new record out, and. Mm-hmm. I, Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't think I've, li- I think I told you this. I don't, I can't remember the last full Stones record I've listened to, not because I'm some snob, but just because, you know, when you have a group that's made some of the great, I'm sorry, always been a Stones girl more than a Beatles girl, love the mm. Beatles, blah, blah, blah. But I listen to the Stones more. You know what? It's a, it's, it's, okay, it's not Let It Bleed, it's not Exile on Main Street, it's not Beggar's Banquet, it's not Sticky Fingers, but you know what? It's pretty damn good. And I mean, all, it's all the, pretty damn good. You uh, know,
2: listen, I said on this show, no one needs a new Stones album, right? But, and like all that you said, those records that they made in their prime, great, but for a band that has been around for as many decades as they have, when I put the record on, I was like, this isn't bad. I don't hate this record. It I don't sounds, hate this record. This solid singing, solid writing, solid His vocals mu- sound
1: great. Yeah. His focus solid records.
2: musicianship. I'm like, this is a great Stones record. For a band that is in their 80s, late 70s and 80s. This is great. So, when I've well, seen some of the yeah. reviews, like people seem to really like it. And then the ones who don't, I'm like, well, what do you get? Are you comparing a band to itself? And are you comparing. The twenty-year-olds and thirty-year-olds yeah. themselves to their 80 year old self. Like yeah, I don't. What, I mean, what are you looking for? This it's yeah. actually good they, music.
1: They sound good. The songs yeah. sound good. I could do a little better than I all saw. the guest stars. You yeah. know, there's a couple. The first half of the record. I mean, it's great. Um, like I said, I have not. I've only seen them once, but I will. I will bet you any amount of money, and it's an easy bet that when they do tour, if they do tour. Everybody's going to like, and it says, oh, no, that's an old warning here. Get that <laughs> off your page. Okay. Um, they're going to blow the house down. Yeah. I mean, because they're a consummate band. And they're ages. You know, listen, Johnny Cash put out some of the best records of his career at, in at his toward 70s. The, at, toward in the, the end 70s. of it, yeah. When, in when, his when, 70s. When he Blues musicians put a Mavis Staples is what? She's in her 70s at this yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds great. So it's not.
2: Actually, she, Mavis might even be eighty. But, uh, yeah, should, but
1: she's the point is, is that it's the material, not the. I had this argument last night with my students. It's who want to like basically shoot everybody once they hit thirty five, like Logan's Run or something right. like that. It's the material. If the material is there and you believe it, then it's good. And nobody would believe. Multi millionaire stones singing, I can't get no satisfaction because clearly they have gotten satisfaction. So I think it's fine. I think it's, um, I think Charlie Watts is on two songs. I don't have the liner notes, and you can kind of hear the difference between Charlie Watts and Steve Jordan. Right. I said this last week, no disrespect, or two weeks ago, uh, Lady Gaga is a great singer, but if you're going to have somebody like going full black church, then get a full black church singer. But she's there for marquee value. I understand why. I
2: mean,
1: yeah. I mean, you have Lisa Fisher. You have Bernard Fowler and Lisa Fisher. I mean, I mean you, guys, Fisher. you guys
2: can't see the faces and the hand slaps I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. as they you these have
1: Lisa and Fisher and Bernard Fowler who are, like, unquestioned, or que- arguably two of the greatest singers, let alone backup singers, in the history of rock and R&B. So you've got, like... But I understand Gaga, and she obviously enjoys singing with old men. Because- but the
2: funny thing about her, is she's so look, you know. And I'm a Gaga fan, right? I've yeah, loved I her am from too. the beginning. I like Gaga. But at times, I find the theatricalness like, oh, it's too much. I just saw a clip because I guess they had a, a they had a party. At, I'm assuming it looked like it was in New York.
1: It was, it was at the old Highline.
2: And, ah, uh, okay. And so It's they called played Racket it or Racket now. It's the Highline. It's oh, the Highline. Highline Ballroom. I used to love that room. Me too. Um, Great I love venue. To, I love to see shows there. Um, so she, I saw Over her when she top. came out on stage to stay with oh. her, and I was just like, does oh, everything good. have to be art school freak, I'm an actress, singer moment? Well. It was so like, girl, just sing. <laughs>
1: Somebody said that she's now performing as Allie Maine. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what? She's really taking that role a little too much.
2: She is giving you.
1: Everything. I was like, okay, we yeah. see
2: you. We see yeah, you. We got it. We see you. Do you need us to acknowledge that we see you? We, we see, see you.
1: you. We see you. <laughs> Good Can I just you. tell
2: you what's making me sad? Well, it's better than when they yeah.
1: dragged Fergie out on stage yeah. for Christmas. I'm
2: oh like, oh my God, motherfucking Fergie, motherfucker. Do you know what makes me sad? <clears throat> um, and I know you don't, I know that, I, I shouldn't say you don't care, because I actually do think you care. Uh, I saw some footage of, you know, Madonna on this tour. She was in Belgium, and she's been making speeches every night on this tour about you know almost dying and not feeling like she was going to make it and when i saw her i guess in belgium and she's making the speech and she's telling me honest you know i don't feel good right now i don't feel good but i feel blessed to be here and part of me was like i'm hoping She's not. She didn't try to push herself to do this tour. To of course, prove she did. She can do it. Minute. Of course, a, she did. As opposed to being someplace and really like having that kind of full body infection, especially when that was less than four months ago. It's like, you know, I don't. I hope she can get through this entire tour because if she's not feeling well like that and she's on the stage, and I told you when I'm looking at these shows as someone who has seen Madonna from the very beginning, I mean, I've danced next to Madonna in the sound factory. I've been, I've seen Madonna a million times. There's something different with her energy that I'm seeing on this tour. And I don't expect her at 65 to bust all of the moves as whatever, but Madonna, before she got ill, could move. And and there's something with the energy of this, this off. And I hope that if she's really not feeling well, and I know she probably wouldn't want to postpone or cancel this tour, but I really hope she's not out there just trying to prove the point that I can do it. She is. The, that's
1: exactly what she's
2: doing. To the detriment of her
1: Because health. Because as a woman of a certain age, she has to do that. Right. Mick Jagger can cancel tours and has canceled tours. Right. She has to prove it. Um, anyway, yeah. All right, let's talk about somebody who's in their prime, but I'm very angry at him right now.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Bad Bunny. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Okay, here's here. I was talking to my friend, Annie. number one Madden.
2: album in the country.
1: I know, of course. Yeah. As you yeah. know, I was talking, I haven't finished listening to it yet. I was talking to my friend Annie, who was like, Hi, that's the woman whose name you mangled and said who we're, but she's okay mm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, who's number one D- bad Did I money mangle fan. her name? Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. No, it's what did hard. I
2: do? They'll tell me. What did I do?
1: I, uh, you put the emphasis on the wrong. It's okay because I've mangled her name for years. Did I do just...
2: it on the air? No, no,
1: no, no. no. Oh,
2: on the phone was, to I, Oh, I was about to say Annie. Yeah, it's not a public Annie. name. Anyway. Listen, uh, Annie, no, no, no. let me apologize. i Because I'm, I'm, I'm a mess.
1: No, no, no. It's fine. I do it all the time. Mm. Anyway. um.
2: Oh, right. He, what did I say? Bastu. Yeah, you, you screwed it up. But I it's fine. It Don't up. worry about yeah, yeah, yeah. it.
1: You just have to go. Bleh, bleh. Yeah. Um, mm. Huge Bad Bunny fan. And I called her up and I said, all right, I want you to know that I'm very concerned about this whole Bad Bunny, Kendall Jenner thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. joking around as I say this. And she said, you're carrying a weight that I don't need to have carry." Don't worry. I'm over it. And I went, okay, now I'm early. I felt like I was carrying the soul of every Spanish speaking person in America who is angry at him because there's Dating a model is like duh. Well, here's but here's the thing: her, she's like literally like mayonnaise on white bread with with when, margarine. And listen, I'm not
2: trying to be rude because you guys know me. I'm a you don't cre- have to try Wait, to be rude. <laughs> I'm a Christian and I'm a kind person, full of love and compassion. Now, with that being said, <laughs> whenever I see her walk on the runway, I'm like, sure, you're pretty. But this isn't fierce. And then I actually see one of the girls who's like the young lady. Let me women on that runway who are like model models. And I see and I see their walk, and I'm like,
1: oh, right. yeah, she's not a model. She's someone who can take a good photograph. Anyway, and how is it
2: that everybody, I feel like every black guy in America, and now we're going to the internationals, are making a stop through Calabasas, clearly.
1: Well, they haven't all dated black guys, but yeah. they tend to. Um Fine. That's like the least of the problem. Anyway, he hosted and said uh, was the musical guest and the host. Mm-hmm. He Listen, he's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's got oodles of personality. Mm-hmm. He the bringing out Pedro Pascal was fun. He obviously and and it was one of the first times I've ever seen SNL where you could tell the fans had gotten into the audience because mm-hmm. I've never seen fans there was clearly his fan base was in that audience because he mm-hmm. was talking directly at them in Spanish and they mm-hmm. were squealing and he's really <laughs> adorable and mm-hmm. he sounded great. <laughs> and he obviously he does speak English, but it's just hard to carry skits unless the skit is in the guise of somebody who, Who speaks, doesn't speak English as a first language. You know what I mean? So it was hard for him, even though he appears to be a funny guy and a cool guy, it's just hard to carry a comedic acting gig when you're, you have to be able to communicate. Clearly in English. If it had been a Spanish-speaking show, I don't think you know. But he's adorable and he's great, and and I do
2: think that skit with uh, the son coming home with the white girlfriend oh,
1: because was it was all based around two people <laughs> who are Spanish-speaking. Right.
2: That is
0: true.
1: You that had two sp- so native Spanish right. speakers doing an exaggerated Spanish-speaking accent. So mm-hmm. yeah, and Pedro Pascal is. You know, an actor. He's a real actor. And he's also very funny. So Mm -hmm. it's no diss to him. I just, but I think it was great. I think he looked great. I think he sounded great. Um, His tour is going to be massive. He's doing two nights at Barclays. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be sold out tomorrow, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have no problem with him other than his taste in women. But, you know, I mean, at least when Mark Anthony dates models, they're Miss Universes or something. I mean, they're really. But isn't whatever, his Kendall? latest
2: one like 24? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, big surprise. Men want to breed.
1: They want to breed. You can't I that, breed. Does he
2: still want to breed? He's got a bunch of kids and he's 50. Mick
1: Jagger has eight children. Yeah,
2: that is true. He sure does. And isn't one like new? Ish. One new-ish. is newish.
1: His girlfriend yeah. is like you know, anyway, I, I thought he was great. I love him. I really do. I mean, I just find him to be, I am a huge fan. He just, he appears to be enjoying what's happening to yes. him. He's not like, oh, fame, fame, you know? And now,
2: you know, I said to you that I thought that he was overexposed, but listen, I'm happy for him that- uh, But it's been two
1: years since that album came out. Has it been two two years. years. I mean, it's been two years, so he's allowed to put out. I mean, this is what that's his Are job. Are sure it
2: was two years? Wasn't two, was it wasn't. The album was The
1: album of the. It was a year and a. Half. It's been. It has not been six months. I mean, he's right. not putting. Listen, I'm happy for him. He was a niche artist for years. It speaks a lot about how American audiences have become more open-minded because everywhere in the world, they listen to music in a, a language they don't speak and it's not an issue. So well, I'm happy for Well,
2: there's, it. well, streaming did that. Because yeah, yeah. the gatekeepers at radio were forced to have to follow along right. because bad, the numbers on these artists, all you know, the African artists, the, the K-pop artists, it's like the numbers were there. So it forced them. The gatekeepers want to keep, the same people on a set on a, on a playlist, which is still yeah. so weird. You know, radio has been ruined ever since DJs weren't allowed to pick their own songs anymore.
1: Well, that's been decades.
2: Yeah, <laughs> which is why um, which is why the format. Even though I still listened, do you know I still listen to? The, I don't know if you still listen to the radio. I actually I never did. I actually still listen. I have. I only a,
1: listen to the radio when I'm in a car.
2: I have a clock radio in my bathroom, and I okay. keep it on a different station every week. But I find that um. I've been bouncing between. I was trying to do Z one hundred, but I was kind of. I, I didn't love the pop and what I was hearing. I actually listened to KTU a lot because they okay. play a variety of everything. And I still and I would go to one hundred five when I want to just hear what's happening crossover wise. And and at night, and especially on the weekends, I still will put on BLS because they'll just it's all the party music that I like.
1: Yeah, I don't. I've never been a never been a radio I mean, girl. No! I mean I just there's so many I just doesn't I don't instinctively go to the radio. Mm. Um, all right. I All right. I I think we're at a look, Britney Spears has got a memoir coming. Well, okay, first off, who Drop wrote the book? Who wrote the book? They're Does not crediting it- the writer.
2: Well, well, I'm sure she the writer. Write discern- bu- no, she didn't no, write the book. No, no, no. They said that they they said that she had yeah, a writer I'm who helped. Sh- her. Listen, but here's the thing: I don't have a problem with with just credit the writer. Yeah, well, you know they're doing the whole press run. I'm sure the the, the writer. We are, I haven't even seen the book, so I'm hoping that the writer's name is is in there they're somewhere. Not. But when um, they do that
1: all the time. You have to sign like, yeah. sort of like I won't promote it myself because it obviously it, Harry didn't write it, his own. Book, and, and, not it, it and it right.
2: all, it all depends, right? Cause some people actually put the person who wrote the book, their name on the cover. Right. inside. So I'm hoping that happened. Listen, I think that, and I will say this from keeping confidences that people told me throughout the years, you know, Folks that I know that worked around her from a variety of different yeah. ways for years would just tell me it's really, they'd be like, it's sad what's happening to her. And I'm like, what do you mean? It'd be like, it's really sad. It's like, if they said she had this, it was always this bubble of these people around her telling her where to go, telling her what to do. I'm talking about from everything to recording, to tours, to everything. So, you know, in the industry, you just hear things. And it really sounded like, I don't know, I've seen a lot of shit. I've been around for a long time. I've seen some men who have just been out of their minds and, really some who've suffered from real mental shit and drug abuse. But I've never seen anybody just come and take over everything and then them be forced to pay people who are controlling her. It's a really sad story, and I'm glad that she's getting to tell it. Listen, the press is all grabbing at all of the sensational stuff, you know? But I'm happy that she's actually getting to tell this story because I used to hear a lot of really... Unsettling things that made me uncomfortable.
1: I think the thing that bothers me about the excerpts I've read.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> she went out with Justin Timberlake when she was 17 years old, mm-hmm. right? 18 years old. We've already established that Justin Timberlake is an asshole, okay? This mm-hmm. is a long state. This is not allegedly. He is an asshole. This is, mm-hmm. and he has a problem. He's someone who was skirted away from every kind of issue. Um, I'm not talking about his talent. I'm just talking about he is not like the guy that you want to be with. And, all right. She's 18 years old. Again, she's from the South. She's raised very differently than you and I are. But this Ajita, uh, that you broke up with the guy, okay? And this whole sensational. Poor Brittany, that she had an abortion.
2: But that's the press. No, let me. No, yet
1: yeah, it is on her.
2: But she's telling her story, and then the but press me, all let, reports it that way. But let me explain why mm-hmm. I'm
1: bringing that up. I'm mm-hmm. very tired. She was 18 years old. She got pregnant. She. First off, to expect that Justin Timberlake, who's at starting to have, be at the height of his career, is going to suddenly go, oh, you know what? I'm going to give it all up and I'm going to be an, an unwed father. And you can be an, uh, you know, we can live together with our baby. I'm just so tired of abortion being uh, positioned as some tragedy. She had an abortion. She never, she was in no way, shape or form, in my opinion, to, have a baby at 18 at the high. Who knows what it, her career could have ended right then and there.
2: But that was her choice, right? And she made it. No, and I but feel the, but like, but I feel like you're more angry at the way it's being positioned by the press. I think she has. No, right. To tell, she, hold on, said, she. She told her story. And now people are pulling it apart and they're making everything this. I think if she, if she, you're telling your story and you tell that you have an abortion, she was 18.
1: Well, that's exactly and what I think, I'm and saying. She's, and
2: she's talking about what she was thinking about at 18. But you that's know what, what I mean? I'm
1: saying. Mm-hmm. I had an abortion when I was 18. There is no way in hell I could have had that kid. All right? But people do. I, do. You but, did but, it, but people right, do. That's but what I'm trying to say is, what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say is, I'm just so tired of this being viewed as this great tragedy of her life. I mean it's being you but know she and didn't she, call it that. Well, I haven't read the book. And I just so find that's it, the thing, that's I just what I'm and about I, the way I, it's I, being reported. I just you know also I mean? find it to be like and then and, and this is no disrespect, but do mm-hmm. you really seriously think that your high school boyfriend, which is what Justin Timberlake was, is mm-hmm. going to be who you're with forever? Well, when you're cheating on him okay. and he's cheating on you what i don't like what i don't like is that she was painted with the whore brush when he was at fault and that's
2: what she is saying in the right. book that's what she and she has said that and she came back and said and 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 so that's why i'm like the way the press is making it sensationalist they want to make that the big thing she had to come back and made a statement and said listen this is not how I feel today, people. I am right. telling you about all of these events. She said most of these events in this book are 20 years ago. I am past it. I am telling you what happened, I'm telling right. you what I was thinking about at the time, whether right. it's right or wrong. This is it. She said this isn't to make anyone feel badly. This isn't about pointing a finger. She's like, this is just my story, where I was, what I was thinking when the things happened.
1: I mean, so, I think we all knew she yeah. was having sex. I mean, come yeah. on.
2: Yeah, listen. But I I feel like I'm glad she's getting to tell it because Do you know the
1: only person hmm. who came out of um the Mickey Mouse Club like with their head screwed on straight is Ryan Gosling
2: and Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell was oh uh, was her, she in the Mickey Mouse it, Club? Yeah, she, I believe she. Okay, was Okay, so, so the those Mouse are the Club. only
1: two people. The rest of them are like. A mess. Every all of them are a mess.
2: (laughs) Well, I think it's the child star thing. I think right, but Ryan
1: Gosling and because they didn't attempt to become pop stars, they became
2: actors. And I think the difference also is that people always forget when you're a child star and you're doing, or, or even a child singer, you're around a lot of adults. It's not kids you're around so you grow up really fast yeah. because you're around a lot of adults and when we see those kids go from young and really the the level of success that britney christina and justin had like you think about for them to be on that show together and the three of them to have that level of success yeah you know you think it's me against the world. I've got everything. It's never going to stop. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger.
1: Listen. I think it's because Ryan Gosling is genuinely talented and Canadian. <laughs> I think that's what
2: saved him. I think all of them are talented. It's the same. We found like Justin's a dick, but he's talented. I don't care about his music anymore. It's really interesting. It's oh, like, his
1: in, his invite to the to the to the cookout has been oh, rescinded years is, ago. Let me just tell years
2: you, years ago, once he did not support Queen Janet, I'm like, you have to understand. She is our black princess. You cannot diss Janet You just can't. Oh, no,
1: he's bad. He's bad yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. I didn't even know the Breakfast Club was still a thing. I'm not being sarcastic. I thought the Breakfast maybe because I don't have Revolt TV as part of the thing. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. t- But yeah. I honestly, Angela Yee left a while back, right?
2: And let me just tell you something. She's not my favorite personality, but, but she's but the only I voice did, of Sam in the I episode. did not realize how much she was important to that show until she was gone from that show. And then I found myself strangely being like, where's Angela Yee? Right. Because they've been testing out all these different people. To me, none of them have really worked. The the chemistry is not the same. And now you've got DJ Envy (laughs) in some crazy... Business Ponzi's partner camp. Ponzi scheme shit. Where now he's trying to act like I mean I didn't know anything about this. It's like you brought this guy C's Pena around. You vouched for him. You called your friends about him. You brought him to the radio. There was a raid at the iHeart offices. How do you even still have a fucking job? Like how are you back on the air on Monday? Listen, I'm not saying that nobody should have a job because you don't ever want to talk about. No, some people fire, should not have a but job, but it is like.
1: Some people should not have a job. If the Some, FBI, Donald Trump, Donald Trump my, should not have a job.
2: I feel like if I was at Columbia still and suddenly the FBI raided my office well, because you know of why he still head? has
1: a job? Because he makes a shit ton of money for them.
2: Yeah, but this is not- a, I feel like their credibility is shot in the toilet.
1: Well, I, just, think, dude, I, I think- Like I
2: people's think, life savings, all kinds of crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I, th- I this think- is, what, like, This what, isn't good. And all of a sudden his wife met- is- Deleting shit from her IG, like all of the luxury secrets. there was always posting luxury. This is some weird shit. And dude, once you
1: go, once you start messing with people's money, that's yeah, people, that's my thing. morality. People don't care. No one who gives sleeping a fuck. People, at nobody all. cares if no you're doing drugs. No. But as soon as it impacts the bottom line, then they go, "You're expendable." You want to take a break, real quick?
2: Yep, we'll all take right. a break and we'll be right back.
1: And we're back. All right. So John Stewart, I'm not the only one who thinks this is one of the great thinkers, interviewers, uh, j- just one of the greats of of the last twenty or so years. I mean, the John. It's really show.
2: amazing how excellent he's become. No, no, always like, was. Always, always was, but like now, he's really like he's well, asking he, the shit that we all want to really fucking no when in his pieces and when he when he's interviewing people he's really saying the shit that I'm like thank you for finally saying the things that I think we all want to know
1: well i in my opinion he always did but it was a very different format yes he was on television so you you know like television that came with your basic cable package but I think he's great and he was where many young people got their news. So he has a show on Apple Plus, which I have not seen. I've seen clips on it. And Apple has, uh, you know, fired him, has canceled him because he's talking about issues that Apple has their hands in and it's not. And they
2: had some guests that were going to be coming up on the third season. It was supposed to be a third season. And then, you know, he's talking about real shit and politics and stuff in Apple because of their interest. This is the problem guys that everybody is not paying tech taking over studios and taking over audio. These are not entertainment companies. These are tech companies. They don't care about the actual entertainment part of it. And they threw up blocks about who he could have on his show and he walked away from that shit. It's like, you can't tell me like all of a sudden because it's against your interest See, and that's the thing. This is where the Amazons and all of these companies just buying up movie studios and buying up talk shows and and controlling media. This is where you see right there that freedom of speech does not free when you sign with these companies.
1: Well, you can argue that Apple with iTunes was in the media business from very early on in some ways. I mean, this is the company that dropped that U2 record in our playlist that nobody wanted to hear.
2: Well, it's still, it's the tech business because then. No, I'm saying. And and the thing that's crazy is people don't even realize when you're buying stuff from iTunes and all that stuff, you don't actually really own it.
1: No, you don't. You're renting it.
2: You're you're renting it, (laughs) which is why when I still, I don't, I don't. I'm still on promo list, so I get, you know, I'm always sending you music. I get a lot of albums. But the thing that is amazing about that is it's like when somebody makes a change to a track or they take a track off, they automatically go into your account and pull your shit out. And See, I'm not into that. I'm like, you can't just, you're not changing up my shit. Well,
1: I I do think, though, and then, well, I I do think that, you know, the overused verb cancel. John Stewart was not canceled. He quit. Yeah. He quit. This is not something where it was like they're shutting the man is shutting me down. He was like, I'm out of here. You You're know? not
2: sensitive. So good for him. And he will get another him. show somewhere oh, else. Oh, of because course he will, John Stewart. Of course and he will. He do of course
1: thing. he will. John Stewart at any moment, even if he comes out on Colbert's show, Colbert's show, which is where he makes a lot of appearances mm-hmm. once a month. He's guaranteed an audience. He is guaranteed because he's a great thinker. He really is a great thinker, mm-hmm. and he's and he's funny at the same time. He's managed. He he finds this balance of being really provocative and really intelligent and funny, which is mm-hmm. a hard balance to have. Um, I have a friend of mine who saw that YouTube show at uh, in Vegas. At yeah, I have sp- friends that are
2: going next month. Did they no, like she it? She
1: went. She loved it. Really. She loved it. Now here's what she said. Um, if you're, she had really good seats. Cause somebody, you know, some baller friend of hers took everybody. If you're in the higher up section, mm-hmm. not such a great experience. right? Because it's sort of like laserium on steroids. And I heard it's steep. There. I heard if you're very at the top, steep. it's very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very it's a steep. combination of yeah. like too much, too much visual coming at you. And then, ah, scary. Um, but if you're in the better seats, pricey seats, mm-hmm. she said it's just absolutely spectacular. and it's not like it's going nonstop throughout the show. Mm-hmm. the The band is pacing the visuals to the the band. So first off, they sound great, big mm-hmm. surprise. Um, it's a small stage. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be moments where there's nothing going on. It's just more of like a a white's you know kind of moody kind of thing. Mm. So she said it's great. They play mainly Octune Baby. Which yeah, that, is not, that's which that's is what it is. That, not a bad album to focus on. Well,
2: that's the name and, of the the the, the show. Yeah. So yeah, but they
1: do other songs. They do a, an Elvis song. They do. Yeah. I mean, they might. And she, but she said it's really, really great. And U two has always embraced sort of. I mean, the Zoo TV tour was mm-hmm. very
2: visual yeah,
1: very visual so i mean when i looked at pictures i was like holy crap this is like my worst nightmare it's like all the stimuli coming at me but she says it's not it's really not like that i mean it, it is all these things but it's integrated really well and now here's the thing James Dolan is behind this. Wouldn't it be amazing if James Dolan decides to move to Vegas, put all his energy into that.
2: Well, he is in Vegas and he's been in Vegas and he's out there. Get out of town. That's where he's been. And he's been putting all his energy into that. Good.
1: Go, 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 go screw up Vegas, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's supposed to be a really great show. I mean, and they just extended. Right.
2: They've extended And then
1: the Adele show, which some of us on this show mocked whether she'd ever do. She's doing great. She's and, extended it. And, and she's extended great. for
2: one last time and she'll yeah. be going through June. Like, listen, she yeah. said it brought back her love of performing. Now Good. the biz exciting moment is uh, Kylie starts next week in Vegas. So I'm excited to hear about what that will be. And Christina Aguilera has just been booked to do the Voltaire, the same space that Kylie is doing. So Vegas
1: has become the Brandon for pop stars.
2: Kind of, sort of. And, and, <laughs> is uh, that what
1: it's called? Brandon? No. Is it Brandon, Missouri? Is it Brandon? Yeah,
2: Branson. Branson. Branson, Branson. Um, and it is, um, yeah. And Christina's show is a late night show. It starts at midnight every night. So yeah, like everybody's going to Vegas. It's, park your show in one place, don't yeah, have, to move, have to move, let them all come to you. are old have kids. Mm-hmm. You're old
1: you have kids. Who the hell wants to be on the road? You're rich, you're old, and you have kids. Why would you want to drag your children? You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. Vegas is a nice city from what I understand. I hate um, Las
2: Vegas. is gross. I've never been. But, uh, but you the would, point is, is you that... You would hate Las Vegas.
1: No. Everyone tells me I would love Las Vegas. I don't
2: think you'd love Las Vegas. I think you'd think uh, it was gross. No. <laughs> oh,
1: I well, you don't. I do have a high appreciation of kitsch.
2: Yeah. Um, I like Kish the- too, but Vegas is gross. <laughs> All right.
1: But anyway, it's a why not? And you're close mm-hmm. to LA mm-hmm. and you're on jumbo jets anyway. So okay. you talk about Michael Irvin, then I want to talk about Brian McKnight on this
2: one. Let me just tell you something about Michael Irvin. I love me some Michael Irvin. If keeping it real goes real, it is Michael Wait, Irvin. Was he the one that
1: was killing dogs? No. no. <laughs> Allegedly. allegedly. No, that's, it wasn't no, alleged. He went to jail for that's it.
2: That's Michael Vick. <laughs> okay.
1: I just want to get my NFL... I know. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's an Michael
2: Irvin is the one who lost his job doing the Super Bowl when he spoke to this woman in the hotel lobby on his way to his room, and then she tried to say that something happened to her. Then video footage came out and saw that their interaction was 0.2 <laughs> seconds, and he was with people, and nothing really happened. But ESPN who, was it ESPN, I believe it's ESPN, or the Football Robert. Network, pulled him off the air. Well, no, because now he's on the Football Network. Or, no, now he's on Robert. Fox Sports with, he's with Undisputed and stuff. But anyway, yeah, it just fucked up. Anyway, he's got a son who raps by the name of Tut Something. I've never heard of him. Put out a couple of albums. And he was like, you know, people are trying to have these lifestyles and talking about these lifestyles. He said, my son is rapping all this stuff. He's rapping my whole life because I've told him my whole life. He's lived behind a gated community his whole life, going to the best schools. I was like, I don't know all the stuff he's talking about. I'm like, he literally dropped the truth bomb of a lot of what you and I talk about. Like all of these motherfuckers, people are trying to talk about this whole gangster lifestyle and they don't realize you're playing with real shit that you're not from. You're not about that life. You've never been about that life. I stop trying to be fascinated about that life. You know, it's really funny. In 50 Cent's... Um, Autobiography. He really had a good chapter on
1: written on, by Chris Ax. I believe on, Chris Ax wrote that. It's
2: it's a really it's a well written book. The really one like, that came out yeah, a million yeah, yeah. years ago. Right? And he talks about um, Takashi right. and how Takashi when he met him was really and actually a good kid. And he oh was, he was oh you gotta yeah.
1: watch that Takashi documentary. He said he was
2: a good kid and he said you know he thought having affiliation something he wasn't really about would help him, but he, he didn't realize you don't play with that, and it's like people are really, like, wanting something for...
1: Oh, this must be a different book, because there was no Takashi. Yeah, 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 this is his
2: later one. And and it's like playing with something that's not yours, and I think that's what Michael Irving basically just said to his son, you playing with a life that was my life that's not your life.
1: Yeah, well, I, I will say that I, I think, like, the drill rappers are living the life, hence... The RICO charges and the getting killed and the stuff. Yeah, I, which is why you know you don't hear the older rappers are obviously you know it would be absolutely ridiculous for Jay Z to come out and make an album talking about you know the struggle of trying to find yeah, nannies yeah. for his children. Right. I mean, what is, you know, like which is why
2: which is why you know he stopped doing it. Right? It's like I guess well,
1: he, he could come back at any because four forty four was a
2: great record. He, Absolutely, could come out with with something, but you know, I feel like with him, the urgency, especially through all of those other years in his music, was oh, yeah. definitely that that life. Now yeah. it's kind of like he's going to have to be rap- he would be rapping. I it would be interesting to know what he would be talking about.
1: Well, rap. I mean, four forty four was a great record. Yeah, I But it was that very rap. much yeah. like a response record to Lemonade, right? You know. Uh, but Nas, as we've said, is putting out some of the best music of his career. Man, his he 50. is drop,
2: he is dropping I mean, record it's, again, after record it's, after record. It's
1: integrity and quality, not yeah. the age. If yeah. you have the skill. All right. I've told you my Brian McKnight story before. Have I told uh-huh. you this yes, story? You okay. Have. So he's mm-hmm. he's a piece of work anyway. He's a piece of work, Brian McKnight. First off, who I don't know borrowed Michelle and Deggio Cello's song and never gave her credit for his biggest hit. Very talented man. I'm not taking away from his talented, but he's a piece of work. I have witnessed firsthand his in- alleged infidelity. So mm-hmm. he's a, pe- you know, you know, someone has cojones when they're being interviewed and they invite the girlfriend to meet them at the restaurant when you're being interviewed after going on and on and on about his love of marriage and Christ and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. I, so.
2: I got a story too. I'll tell you when we get when Yeah. We get but I
1: have like minimal use for Brian <laughs> McKnight mm-hmm, on a mm-hmm. lot of different levels, mm-hmm. but very talented. Okay. So, he's got a new wife who's young, shocking. And he's got kids from his previous marriage. And so he. And hasn't isn't he in like a
2: dispute with like the older kids? There's no, something... well,
1: that's what I'm going to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So you think I want to just talk about Brian McKnight for the <laughs> sake of it? God, <laughs> uh, any morning I can wake up and not think about Brian McKnight is winning. All right. So he's back in the news or black Twitter. Um, Because he has his new (laughs) wife with a new baby whose name is Brian Mekalekahai, Mekahineho, whatever, whatever the kid's name is. It's like a very pretty, cute name. And he's decided to change the child's name. No, he has changed his name, Brian McKnight, to Brian McKnight, blah, 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 so that the kid can be a junior. But here's the problem. There is already a Brian McKnight Jr., his son from his first marriage. So it's almost like saying, oh, I don't even acknowledge you as my heir.
2: And that's the son that he's having, like...
1: Right. And the son has come out and ripped him a new one, saying, you're basically watching... And I don't know the issues between a father and son. and it's I not don't uncom- either, but what I It's, not, at- uncom- yeah, it's, it's me, not uncommon. Yeah, it's not uncommon
2: for it- new... Yeah, sorry. But I'm like, it is up to you, Brian McKnight to fix that issue because you seem to, you seem to have this issue with your, with some of your older children. And I'm like,
1: and what I, the way I see you act in public about it, it's like, just don't say anything, but we'll change your name and don't say anything. Yeah. But it's just, it's not uncommon for men to have a new family Mm -hmm. and the old family becomes like those people, but it's just hilarious that he, it's like, I'm going to change my name to Brian. Terrence Trent Darby McKnight and stick a, and now so my kid can be a junior. I mean, maybe you can have a million different juniors. I don't know how that works. Can you have several juniors? No, I'm serious. I'm asking you.
2: Well, you know, all of George Foreman's sons are named George, right?
1: But are any of them a junior?
2: I believe one is a junior. So the
1: first one is a junior. I, I think the
2: first one might be a all junior. All right.
1: So, I mean, Brian, whatever. We're talking about Brian. McDonald's. And he has, like, that's
2: five sons. <laughs>
1: well, that's fine. I, I have, love it. I love And it. aren't his brothers take six?
2: No, that's the Winans. No, no, no the, Winans? the Winans
1: are the Winans. Tate Six has some Brian McKnight connection. Wait, I think.
2: Hold on, hold on, yeah. wait, hold on. I'm gonna. No, look at this I will keep. No, him. Brian McKnight okay. is
1: his fam. Okay, parts of his see. family are Tate, Tate Six. Six, Brian McKnight. Tate, look, six. look at up. Okay, yeah, McKnight. Is there a McKnight in there?
2: Hold on. I'm going to look right now.
1: No, the Winans are the Winans. They perform under the Winans.
2: Can I just tell you? I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I've been... This weekend, for some reason, I got into my Stevie Wonder catalog again, and it's just like, dude, Stevie fucking Wonder. All
1: right, you really are jumping. Okay, I go. I'm reading. Hold on, I'm
2: reading. Hold on. Talk about something while I'm reading. We can't just um,
1: um, What am I going to talk about? Uh, it's really nice out today. The weather is crisp and cool. <laughs> Apple, it, it should say right in the beginning. Brian. They say Mike they
2: is... work with Brian McKnight. They I understand. think they're
1: related. I'm going to Google now. There's, you no, talk. There's,
2: no, I'm looking at the last. Oh, wait. Mistake. Current members. Current members, Claude McKnight. Oh, first tenor, first voice from 1980 to the present. Who's Claude McKnight? A relative of Brian's.
1: (laughs) Oh my God! Must I again school you on your culture? Jeez. I mean, I did like
2: that song. Did I ever your what your? No, In that's the I... Michelle and De- that's his only no. song. That's the mm. Michelle
1: and Degio Cello song. Mm. I did like the Jason's lyric soundtrack. I think that's a great. Yeah. And you will know. I love you. Anyway, the point being. That Brian McKnight already has an heir, and now he has a new heir with the new wife, and he's batshit crazy. Well, he's not batshit crazy. That's not a nice thing to say. He's just sort of a dope. He's a dope. Men are dopes. There you go.
2: We do do dumb shit sometimes. We really do do dumb shit.
1: Because you're men. You're just drawn that way, in the words of Jessica Rabbit. Mm -hmm. Um, Danny Elfman may have sexually abused people. Next. The crazy part was... Did you see that picture of him? I, of that I, I thought, thought that was one of the women. I thought that was one of the women.
2: He was, Allegedly. Right. I was like... Because oh, when I saw the hair, I was like, oh, wait, that's Danny. I was like, that's Danny Elkman? Yeah. I was like, you kind of look weird and like... Well, I mean, like he was something. never like...
1: I mean, Brian Ferry, you know. So, you know,
2: listen, is there a Is there a look for perversion? I don't know. But he kind of looks like that creepy guy. Well, and it's also,
1: isn't it also, was that a, was he arrested? Is that a um, a mugshot? Or is it just the way he photographs? You know what the problem is? Here's the problem. And then we'll move on. No, seriously, here's the problem. When men... Oh dye, when men dye no, their hair, hair. It's the when the worst. men dye their yeah. hair, they they have two colors they go with. That, go with that No, that. that brown anchor hair color or a red.
2: Or so that so black, it, that black one, the guys who always have black hair. They don't realize you can't still do jet black. You have to. Right. When, I, that, was, right. when I was young, I used to dye my hair jet black and it looked great. So one time when I had grown my hair out, I said, "Let me try this again, older." And I realized, older. Oh, that was too hard around my face. Yeah. I had to go to softer blacks, natural blacks, and they do that. If his hair is that shocking red, where it's like, no, you have no. To it's just old.
1: It's like old Italian lady in, mm-hmm. in Bensonhurst <laughs> who hasn't touched up her roots red. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, he just they just have the same hair. I don't know why mm-hmm. men when they dye their hair. First of why do they dye their hair? Because men are accepted with gray hair. It gives them gravitas. But not everybody,
2: not all of us get gray. Some people get white and not all of us look great with it.
1: Okay. But women have nine gazillion colors we can choose from. Why do do they always go for those two? Because
2: men are idiots and they really realize, let me just do the darkest black. It's like. That's not Or really that how awful you do it. red. You just And look I think crazy. They do it themselves too from a box. It very doesn't like No, it looks like the, box dye. It, it totally look like, looks like, like, like... To a colorist who would find No, the no, right no, box dye.
1: You can t- you mm-hmm. can see box mm-hmm. dye from a, a mm-hmm. mile away. A <laughs> mile away. You really can. It's one of the reasons I stopped dyeing my hair. Your
2: gray day. looks really good. It's really no, makes it with it your hair. It looks really silver good. looks really good. You know what I mean? But
1: I was afraid it wouldn't. But box dye I'm my
2: hair in now and it's Will fry
1: your hair with and even with the, mm. we took the ammonia yeah. out, it doesn't all, matter. All
2: of the places where I didn't have gray, it's all gray, but I'm letting yeah. it grow it. And I kind of, I like it. I no, do. I'm I like living, it. I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, all right. Talk about the stupid wag thing. I can't even do.
2: So, co- listen, I didn't give a fuck about the whole Colleen, Runa, Rebecca Vardy. Explain wag- what it is,
1: because none of us it's the are
2: wag- of, It's a Wagatha Christie craze. Christ. So, two famous footballer wives. By footballer, we made soccer. Yeah. One is was married to very the captain of the England team England her name is Carleen Rooney she had a private Instagram account with just her friends and family 300 of her closest friends and family right. and she accused the other another of uh leaking stories to the press they go to court a famous court case happens uh Rebecca uh Colleen Rooney is vindicated me and she does win the case, but there's, she has a three part docuseries, which really three like, part. like three, three parts. And here's the thing. Now, if you're from the UK, you love it. You love all three Good. parts because you, everybody was so drawn to the stuff. For people like Amy, she's like, this is excruciating. I watched it because I'm trashy well, and I saw, tardy. I saw, saw the dramatic. Right. There's
1: an actual. Okay. So mm. there have been two documentaries mm. and a dramatic thing with Michael Sheehan playing the lawyer. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know England is a small country. Right. And I know they're going through tough times. And but, I know that but people over there really love important. it
2: because Colleen is the big thing. So she made, it's like her version
1: of Beckham and I watched it and I was like, Yeah, but the Beckham documentary is so good.
2: Well, have you seen I mean, now the girl who, uh, the oh, woman, the woman who, who yeah, she's screaming, he, Donna, I was like, lady, you're married with kids someplace now. Like yeah, you, she's just you, getting a check. Did you want that part? <laughs> that part.
1: And also men cheating. Oh, my god! And it's the same thing with- And there's gambling in Casablanca.
2: You know, it's like- (laughs)
1: That Beckham
2: documentary- It's like like the NFL being surprised that they keep having to suspend players for gambling. It's like, I'm sorry, what did you think when you guys started partnering with all of these gambling sites and things? Right. Oh, God, we can't believe- But you guys who are doing this, you're not allowed to do it. What did you think was going to happen when you partnered with gambling? Yeah, it's amazing to me. Well, I
1: also sucked. just find the whole wives and girlfriend thing just to be so sexist. It's so and and it's
2: dumb. And it's, it's
1: dumb. But you know, the British dumb. love they love, they love that. No, nah, they love that stuff. But I, yeah, I honestly, in my pecking order of things, I I'm just like because I really did think I had seen the story already. Right. But the story I saw was a dramatic film, which is only the court testimony. Right. That's what it is, and it's Michael Sheehan, who's great in everything. All right, you wanted to give some PSA about Serena. Can I go out and get a cup of coffee when you-
2: <laughs> I just want to say, I love Serena Williams.
1: Oh, Serena
2: Williams is an icon. She is an amazing woman. She is a generational talent. She is a superstar. She's a master spokesperson. She's a master business. You're
1: leading boss. up to something very bitchy. The
2: thing that she is not... <laughs> is a fashion icon. I hate the way she dresses. I hate it. And the fact that the CDFA is giving her the fashion icon award, the award that Naomi Campbell, <laughs> Rihanna, <laughs> some of the great, greats of fashion who we really think Kate Moss, think of, right?
1: Didn't Kate you know, Moss get it? Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm like, every time I see Serena, I usually hate what she's wearing. And I'm starting to see people's reaction, and I realize that I am not alone in saying that the math is just not mathing on this one. We love her. If you were saying she's the athlete of the century, clap, 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 all of the things. If you're saying she is the grand dame of tennis, we're unveiling a statue to her, clap, 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 I'm here for it. But if we're talking about her outfits, I'm looking at Anna Winter and all of those people like I mean are you trying to sell tickets to a gala what's happening
1: Yeah uh, I'm sorry I'll I'll make this easy for you Yes Yeah <laughs> Okay I mean bless your heart Courtney but really I mean, Yes they're trying to sell tickets to a gala
2: I almost called you in a state of shock like I'm, Am I reading this correctly? Do I need no, to get new glasses? They're trying to sell
1: tickets to a gala to a woman who's worth a billion dollars married to a man who's worth two two billion dollars. Right. And she'll show up and the press will love it because she's basically in retirement. And then she can take the migraine medicine that, God <laughs> almighty, why is she shilling for this? serena 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 you are rich beyond belief you are unbelievably talented you appear to be a lovely human being do i need to know that you have migraines
2: well and the thing that i know because i know a couple of people who have uh clients who do commercials for different... You usually have to actually usually use the medication. I
1: know, but why do we need... Why does she need this? And then
2: I've heard that the checks are... I mean, just they pay them really well. Listen, rich people like to make more money. They don't want to spend their money. They always want to make money. I
1: I mean, but I'm just like... uh. I mean, and she's
2: lovely. She's a lovely no, person. No, I've heard you great.
1: I just feel like, oh, come on, Serena. I've I mean, had dinner
2: with her. She's lovely. Lovely, lovely, um,
1: lovely. Yeah, she's getting, she's an icon award because they want people to show up. It's the same reason why they give MTV video awards to people who haven't made a video in 25 years.
2: I mean, they want, it's, they right. want
1: eyes on the camera. Mm-hmm. All right. Who are you listening to?
2: Well, this weekend, it was a lot of Stevie Wonder. Tons and tons and tons of Stevie Wonder, but Which then I, albums? Uh oh my gosh, I did a talking book. I did fulfillingness. Oh, well. The uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did in a square
1: music of your mind. Yeah, all music, the, the, yeah, The string of in, records. That I did are in a square
2: circle. Okay, I did. um a so Oh, so I've also been listening to this new album. There's a girl group uh, called I know. The, I got to listen to the Shindellas. To it it's because really I like it because
1: they're not ch- little chickies. They're yeah. women, grown-up women.
2: Grown-up women from Nashville, Tennessee. Their new, their second album is called Shindo. And they're bringing back that the the style of the old-school girl groups with the way they sing their harmonies and the arrangements. It's really, really, really good.
1: Yeah, I, I read about them. Yeah.
2: I also am enjoying the new Streets album, The Darker the Shadow, The Brighter oh, the he's Light. back? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I sent it All to right. you. It's really good. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I, li- it's I really, always really, liked really good. him a lot.
2: And I'm listening to the new sample that dropped out, La High. La- oh, it's really good. Because, you know, his first album was really piano balladry and pretty. Right. And this one is more electronic and feeling. It's really good. It's really, really good. Do you
1: remember I- a guy, Benjamin Clementine?
2: Benjamin Clementine was amazing from out right? of the UK. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What happened? I mean, what happened to I him? think he he's was, put up well, that out was more a rec- rec- great record. It
2: was a great record. And I think he's put let's look him up. I think he's put no. He was a record. really. I
1: really liked that. And, and he won he the was, Mercury. Didn't he win the yes, Mercury?
2: He did. Hold on, let's see.
1: No, and he seemed also like French. Was he living in France too? Really? No, he was really because his last name was not really Clementine. He gave me a very kind of. He's Eve British. He he's British. Of. Yeah, yeah, but Clementine. You know, it was not Clementine. It was Clementine. Well, speaking of British, I don't know. Whenever I'm feeling blue, in the world is. Just spinning by me, and I don't know what to do. I listen to Oasis.
2: <laughs> oh, don't. you know what? Mistake. He had an album. We he had a, his third album came out. It's called And I Have Been. It came out August twenty twenty two. So we need to go look that. All right.
1: Up. We need. Yeah. I really like him a lot. Yeah, I love yeah, that first record a lot. Yeah. And I just listen to the first two Oasis records when I want just um, music I don't have to think about, but yet can feel deeply. I know my British friends all hate Oasis.
2: Well, they, everybody but, loves the Hate Oasis, except they sold a gazillion records. No, 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 so but huge. the critics. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the critics yeah, because
1: yeah. they're derivative. Duh. Yes, of course mm-hmm. they're derivative, which is probably why I like them because they're deriving from things I don't have to think about. Mm-hmm. They they steal from the good people. As Niccolo used to say, if you're going to paraphrase, if you're going to steal, steal from the good stuff. Um, I just love them. I think Definitely Maybe is a great record. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the first record? Definitely Maybe. Yes. And I could listen to Columbia, the the song Columbia, over and over and over again. And I do. And I started listening, like I said, the Stones, and I started listening to Bad Bunny. And so far, I like them. But I do have to uh, check out uh, uh, Shindell.
2: Gender. yeah you also need to check out um Moseen workers new album boombox listen there's some okay. good stuff out there man like it just oh and i love the skepta amy winehouse tribute can't play myself and i actually like this new version of billy porter's song children wait a minute Lady wait a minute Blackburn. Wait a minute.
1: how what so what the estate license he of did
2: older... he did a mix of 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 with her vocals over like uh of garage beat, when but even, an
1: unreleased was, track of her.
2: Well, no, it's it's you know the vocal. She walked away. Yeah, the yeah. goes down. You'll like it. It's really good.
1: Who's getting the check for that?
2: Okay. Well, she has an estate, you know, and you know yeah. we love and we love Skepta.
1: Yeah, her. Well, I think uh, Amy Winehouse to me that's the greatest that's, tragedy in terms of death. That's yeah. the greatest tragedy. Um, all right, I'll check that out. Um, though um, I'm glad the father's getting more money um all right take us out please
2: you know what it is. Leave a message for us on our Facebook and I'm going to let you finish. Or you can, all one word, or you can find us on TikTok and I'm going to let you finish podcasts or on threads and I'm going to let you finish in why? on same on Instagram. Uh, or you, for all of you who follow us on Pantheon podcast, you know, leave a rating, tell a friend, pass it on. And for our, our people who follow us directly, thank you. Tell a friend, leave a comment, pass it on. And we will see you next week.